Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the podcast, Solving Great Canadian Mysteries. My name is Amy Park, and I hope everybody is ready for today's mystery, because it is a doozy. Today, I will be dissecting the mystery of Angelique and the burning of Montreal. The biggest question that needs to be answered today is, is Angelique guilty, or was it the fact that she was a slave that made her automatically guilty in the eyes of the court? I won't state my take on this mystery until the end of this podcast as I do not want to affect your beliefs with my bias. So, let's get into all the facts, shall we? First, we need to set the scene. It was April 10th, 1734. It was an unusually mild day and the evening prayer had just finished. People were starting to head home. Among them was Therese de Clagne de Franchi, who was the owner of the slave Angelique. On Rue Saint-Paul, Angelique was awaiting the arrival of her mistress with Manon, a young panic slave. At 7 p.m., the fire alarm rang. Panicked citizens ran onto the streets and the fire brigade tried to fight the fire, but to no avail. The fire had spread across St. Paul and set the hospital ablaze. Many had to relocate to the Hotel Dieu, but after three hours, the fire had leveled out the hotel, 45 houses, and displaced hundreds of people. Rightfully angered, the citizens wanted to figure out who was at the fire and why. A rumor was spreading throughout the community that it was Angelique who had started the fire in the attic of her mistress's house. And this is when things started to unravel into a conclusion that was brash and possibly unnecessary. But who was Angelique? And why was she the slave that was accused of committing the fire? Angelique was born around 1700 in Madeira, Portugal. She was sold to a Flemish man named Nicholas Bleeker during her early teenage years. She was transported by boat to New England, where she was then purchased by Francois Poulin de Francheville at the age of 20. Francheville brought Angelique back to his hometown of Montreal to work as a domestic slave. When he passed in 1733, the ownership of Angelique was passed on to his widow, Therese de Cuagne de Francheville. Her nine-year enslavement resulted in three children, all of whom never surpassed infancy. Angelique also had a white lover by the name of Claude de Bolt, who was an indentured white laborer. Angelique was known for her rebellious and defiant personality, which became very evident when she asked Madame Francheville for freedom, which she was denied. Angelique was furious and ran around the estate while threatening other servants to burn them alive. Fed up with her antics, Madame Francheville sold Angelique to Francois-Etienne Cugnier of Quebec City for 600 pounds of gunpowder. Upon hearing the news of her sale, Angelique threatened to burn down Francheville's house with her in it. She continued to threaten and say that she would burn down the estate so that she could be free. The fire was immediately blamed on Angelique because of her threats leading up to it, and she was arrested on April 11th. Angelique was brought to court where she was charged with arson, a capital offense that was punishable by death. The court system of New France during the 18th century stated that the accused were immediately assumed to be guilty. There was also no trials by jury, only inquisitional tribunals in which the defendant was meant to prove her innocence. Lawyers were banned from practicing in the colony by Louis XIV. On April 12, 1734, the 29-year-old Angelique was brought upon the judge, Pierre Rambeau. There were over 24 witnesses, all of which claimed that they believed Angelique had set the fires. One even said that they had seen her carry live coals to the roof of the house minutes before the fire. The court felt as though she wanted to be free of her enslavement so badly that she had set the fire to cover her tracks. After six weeks, she was found guilty and sentenced to death. She was to be tortured, hanged, and her body burned. While awaiting her death, she was adamant that she did not set the fire. On 
On June 21st, 1734, Angelique was tortured in her jail cell. She was tortured with broadquins, which are medieval torture devices that crushed the legs. Her legs were constantly being crushed until she finally broke and confessed to setting the fire. After her confession, she was dressed in a white chemise and was forced to hold a burning torch in her hand, which was to represent the crime she committed. She asked for forgiveness from God, the king, and the people. She was then hanged, and her body was left for public viewing for two hours. At 7pm, her body was burned, and her ashes were cast across the winds. The aftermath of the fire was devastating, as the citizens of Montreal had to now rebuild their homes and community. Many officials wanted to close the book on this event forever, and it was forgotten in the archives for nearly two centuries. It resurfaced again in the 1920s, and then eventually the legacy of Angelique was well known. She is now acknowledged as an important figure in the resistance against slavery and an inspirational figure to many. Since we know all the facts, here is what I think of Angelique and the burning of Montreal. In my opinion, I believe that Angelique is innocent. Now hear me out. Angelique was too perfect of a criminal. She was essentially the ideal scapegoat. She was black, enslaved, and a foreigner. Angelique basically had no rights that would be respected in the white society of New France. Although she had threatened to burn down Madame Franchevis' estate and had a little bit of a temper, I don't believe she had caused the fire. There were so many issues with the society during the time of the fire. Firstly, the fact she was already assumed to be guilty had basically written Angelique's fate. It was also the peak of slavery in Canada, and the death of Angelique really offered an insight into what it was like. She was a slave, but had a strong voice who stood up for herself, which undoubtedly rubbed many citizens the wrong way. She was tortured and hanged, showing the barbaric ways that punishment was dealt out back then. Due to how much pain Angelique must have felt while being tortured, I believe that she just told her torturers what they wanted to hear so that they would stop. Also, the testimonies from the witnesses could have been coerced just so that the people could get the justice that they felt they had deserved, not the actual truth. If this were to happen in society today, it would most definitely end in mistrial. You may never know what caused the burning of Montreal or whether or not Angelique is truly guilty, but one thing is for sure. This is one of the greatest Canadian mysteries. You have just listened to the podcast, Solving Great Canadian Mysteries, with your host, Amy Park. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Catch our next episode, where we'll be discussing the murder of William Robinson.